Hi friends, welcome to the Taboo Tango. We're the weirdest welcome. Why did that sound so weird? Tango? It takes two to tango. And scene. Period. So this is going to be part two of our Laws of the Universe. We're hoping we can get them all done today, but if not, we'll just do a part three. Should we talk about how this full moon has affected us? Girl. Uh, I know, because I know it affects all my other homies out there, okay? Any of my fixed placement girlies out there? Girlies and boys? Mm -hmm. This full moon was in Leo, Mm -hmm. and it was, I think it was like squaring Uranus, or Uranus. I never say it right, but that's okay. So what that means, in in (laughs) layman's terms, is it was affecting all fixed signs. So fixed signs include... Uh, Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio. Did you say Scorpio? Scorpio. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. Yes. So I'm a rising Taurus. But the full moon is going to have effects on anybody, anybody. anyways. But there's going to be a. It's going to be especially hard for the people with placements in those four fixed signs. So I'm a rising Taurus. So shit's been a little redonkulous, but that's okay. We're flowing. <laughs> I feel like I only have one fixed sign in my chart. And it's my Venus. That makes sense. (laughs) But also, like, the car breaking down. And isn't that not odd? Because we were just talking about your car breaking down Mm -hmm. in the last episode. Now, here I am. I don't know if it's been chaotic for a lot of people. But, like, it's definitely been uneasy for me, at least. That's a good word, I think. The vibes are just... Unsettling. Yeah. The vibes are not it. The vibes have definitely not been it. You know what's wild though? Even at work, like the people, the random people, like parents and stuff that you think like aren't, they don't tune into this kind of stuff. They're all like, I don't know, it's the full moon. They're, they understand. That? That don't you love that? That the only time it really resonates with people if they have children. Like every, when I used to work in the school system, everybody used to, like if people, were, if the kids were acting wild, they would be like, is it a full moon? I'm like, actually it's in two weeks. But um, yeah, no. <laughs> They're just having a little bit of a crazy moment right now. We all go through it. Yep. That doesn't mean like something else wasn't happening. Truth. Astrologically, that was affecting That's their true. placements. That's true. So, yeah, I don't know. The full moon's been wild. We'll probably feel the effects for the next few days, but that's okay. Yeah. We ride the wave. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Everything's fine. Definitely don't want to get caught in the riptide. No. All right. So, I guess we can just jump right in with our the continuation of mm-hmm. our Laws of the Universe yeah, what you got series. For, for starters, I just want to remind everybody that it's completely okay if these laws are very complex and it's a lot of information to process for you at this time. And it takes time in order to fully understand and even embody these. We just hope that by introducing these principles to you that hopefully you'll be able to master your own mind and ultimately live the life of your dreams. The first one that we're going to talk about today is the law of vibration. So what this boils down to is everything is in motion at all times, even at a very microscopic level. So this is creating vibrations that kind of ripple through the atmosphere, right? So if you were to take your finger and put it under a microscope, you would see your cells vibrating. So Everything is energy in motion, and each emotion also has its own frequency. And for those who don't know, there's this thing called the Hawkins scale, and it if you Google it, it's basically like the levels of consciousness, and it kind of goes 
it's like a what's that called a pyramid yeah yep of emotions right a scale so at the bottom of the scale you have emotions like fear grief the lowest shame. one is shame and Oof. i think we can learn a lot from that yeah because that is a very common emotion i think that people feel whenever you're at that lower vibration because we are taught to kind of have a lower expectance of ourselves, you know? And I remember even just in the beginning of our relationship, talking about like you and boyfriend, because you know you is, but in the beginning of our friendship, um, I would constantly be in that red zone. And in the red zone, we have shame, then there's guilt, apathy, grief, and then fear goes into like an orange yellow zone, uh, desire, anger, pride. So those are, like, probably associated with the seven deadly sins, too, I would say. Yeah, definitely, like, your lower mm. self or think of it from, like, a victim or abuser state of consciousness, right? Like, everything's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Like, life sucks, yada, yada. You could even consider it, like, the hell, basically, of the emotions, right? Or even, like, the purgatory once you work your way up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then you get into, like, the fourth dimension, which is the green zone of the emotions. And these are things like courage neutrality, willingness, acceptance, and then you kind of get to like the inner light. And all of these are very like self-empowering, right? Um, And this is kind of working your way up into like the higher levels of consciousness. And then you get up to like love and oneness and like awareness and all the way up to the 12th dimension, which is like full enlightenment or full consciousness. I guess for the law of vibration, it's just us trying to be mindful of the emotions that we are expelling outwardly because it's very easy easy for us in the human experience to be like, why is this happening to me? And that takes us back to our favorite quote that it's not happening to you. It's happening for For you. you. Yes. There's no other way for a human to learn something without a lesson. Like you don't Mm -hmm. just come into this world like, you know, you kind of have to be knocked off your pedestal a little bit because life mm-hmm. does that to you. And a good thing about that quote, too, is it's like a shift in consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Like it's taking you out of the victim mindset and you're taking accountability for like what's happening in your life. A lot of bad things may have happened to you growing up, but at a certain point, you have to take accountability for like who you are and choose to unlearn those certain things, like why you are the way you are, <laughs> or just choose to not identify with those certain things that you keep telling yourself or that you've told yourself on loop. And we're not talking about an innocent child or people that, you know, younger. It's like when you come into adulthood, when you're in that realm of wanting to do Mm self-development, you kind of take a step back and you're like, oh, there's all these things and all these factors that made me who I am. Let's dive into that. Yeah. And the things that happen to you as a kid are not your fault. But once you get to a certain age, like it's your fault to write your reality. Yeah, it's it. your responsibility to take charge of how you perceive the world. You are not the things that happen to you. You're only what you choose to do with that. It's important to remember that we all have like our own gravitational pull. We have to be very mindful of we kind of... In our, our own presence, we pull, pull people in. Well, if you're vibing from like a state of love, sorry, I keep pulling it away. Really trying to get in there. If our baseline emotion is like love, we will attract love. That's going back to the law of attraction, right? Like attracts like. So you need to be also say in that same sense that would you also be 
pulling in people that want love. So they might not be expelling that, but that's what they want. So they're going to be attracted to you. I do think that there's like energy vampires to a certain extent, like moths to a flame, like damaged people are going to be attracted to your light. So we have to be mindful of the people that are coming into our film. And it, when you allow those people to stay within your gravitational pull, then you're telling the universe that that's what you deserve. Mm-hmm. You genuinely believe that about yourself. So therefore, the universe is going to keep supplying that to you to kind of – what's the word? Reinforce that belief that you have about yourself because you're not saying otherwise. You're allowing those people to stay in your field. Whenever we were raised in church, there was one thing that resonated with me that our pastor said. And now – looking at the bigger picture and how, you know, it is connected to spirituality. That's, you know, what it is Mm -hmm. essentially is he said that it does not matter how good of a person you are. Bad company will always bring you down. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if you are Gandhi himself, if you are surrounding yourself with negative people, negative emotions, just negative negativity. Eventually that's, what's going to suck you down. And I was like, wow, that makes sense. So you have to be better. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So there's some things that you can do to lift your vibration. These can include like working on your chakras and you could do this by meditating, exercising, gazing at the sun, just being out in nature. Hugging those trees. We talked about that last time. Showing gratitude for everything good in your life, even bad things too. For me, the highest vibration that you can have is gratitude. Oh my gosh. I think that that is such a beautiful I think that that is such a beautiful vibration to have because although you might be in the thick of it, you can say, all right, what am I grateful for? Let me just reground myself in this moment. And people have it a hell of a lot worse than I do right now. So let's be grateful because we have a lot easier than half the people probably out there right now. It really puts things into perspective. And honestly, I saw one of the biggest shifts in my consciousness when I would wake up I would start listing off things I'm grateful for. Or even you can do it on your ride to work in the morning and it just kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day. Or like right before you go to sleep, that's a really good time to do it because those thoughts are going to seep into your subconscious a whole heck of a lot easier than it would just in your normal day-to-day like autopilot mode that you're in with the brainwaves. You can also eat healthier. Another thing that I really enjoy doing, and this kind of goes back to the Hawkins scale, is you can search like high vibrational music and frequencies on YouTube. So all of the emotions that we were talking about, they, like the ones that you want to strive for really are like love and stuff, which would be like in the 500. So anywhere from like 350 onwards, I would say would be a good vibration or frequency to type into YouTube and just kind of have that playing in the background. And honestly, it's a mood. I'm ADHD, so I definitely like stimulation at all times. So just having that on in the background, I've noticed like shifts in my mood for sure. I never knew what – you know how I am. <laughs> Y'all already know who I am. Yeah. Uh, Olivia. Yeah. Um, so I never – you know how I am with my music. I mean, I love my music and I really delve into artists and stuff. You, you're my little bop queen. You like <laughs> your bops and you like the music I send you because obviously I send you good music. Duh. Um, but I – I do have very good taste. Thank you. I will toot my horn on that. I do really toot toot, motherfucker. (laughs) Um, But I hadn't ever experienced high vibrational music until I was working with my hippie, my hippie crew, Mm -hmm. Sandria, Seth and Andrea. We love those babies, but they, 
Elise, she sent me one little one, but um, whenever we're working, we always listen to music and in her little tool belt, she always had her phone playing high vibrational music. And I was like, Andrea, what? is that and she was like girl it's a vibe and i was like period because it really is and it really boosts boosts yeah boosts you up (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm glad you brought that up because i feel like it's like we talked about last time it's very important to be mindful of the content that you're consuming there's a time and place when you just want to ride in your car and cry it out and feel those feelings until they pass but at a certain point you have to put on something more uplifting or you're going to stay she in that no but on a real note like i definitely agree with that because as an elder emo all you listen oh, yeah. to was sad music and you're like why am exactly. i feeling so sad all the time exactly. and it's like because that's what you are surrounding yourself with and that's what you were flooding your mind with i've been listening to it during this full moon i did dive back into my little era but i realized it on the way here and then i put on something different yeah but we're aware. We're aware. Self-awareness is the first step. <laughs> the first step. Okay. I mean, yeah, no, I get it. Because, like, that used to be all of my music, too. Because mm-hmm. Girly was going through it. And we definitely like the sad songs. They hit different. They help you get those feelings out a little bit quicker. I mean, not for you. You're a Pisces. So you feel all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the rap 24-7. I can't with it. Mm. The things that they talk about and stuff, I feel, like, to a certain extent, like, the – media industry like that they're purposely putting stuff out like that because they yeah, want to keep this yeah that too us. to be i don't want to say belligerent because listen sometimes when i'm getting ready you want to shake your ass you know yeah. what i mean and that's an ass shaking music but right. i can't listen to it all the time because no. it puts me in a weird funk yeah for sure i'm not gonna say it's belligerent sometimes mm-hmm. any music time can, and place any music can be belligerent and can be a little much mm-hmm. but Music is super important to me, so I definitely want to be mindful of that. Like we were kind of talking about last time, thinking things is one thing, but saying out loud is even more powerful. Think about singing and song. It's like taking it up a whole new notch. I remember in church, they would say singing is like praying twice or something like that. that. If you consider it from that point of view, the music that you're intaking has such an effect on your psyche, and I just think a lot of people should be a little bit more mindful about the things that they listen to on a daily basis because it can really affect your outward reality more than you would think. But, yeah, do you have any more thoughts on the law of vibration? <gasps> Bye. 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 Okay. We'll see you later, folks. <laughs> we just saw another synchronicity, and that's that's just our life. We see one, two, three all the time. All the time. Telling you, I was having a really hard time today. And then on the way to my daughter's gymnastics today, I saw 666 twice. I saw 333 twice. Our milk jug literally said 22-2023. And I was like, um, okay, bye. Like, I hear you. I see you. Saw 1111. I don't drink it. My dad is, listen, baby girl, you know, you know how it is. So you have a glass of milk with dinner, not me. I never craved milk. That would never be me. I watched the documentary What the Health, and I'll never look at milk and dairy products ever the same way. He said, whoever was speaking about the, he said that how you can look at dairy as coagulated cow pus. And I was like, okay, uh, that's all I needed. Yeah. It's It's made for cow babies, not humans. Okay, so now we're going to go into our next law of the universe, which is? It's kind of a mouthful. 
but it's called the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. And what this principle means is that energetically, everything in the universe is constantly evolving, moving, or fluctuating, right? So we can think about this in terms of Albert Einstein's quote, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. I don't know if you can feel this, but when I walk into a room and something had just happened, I can feel like the vibes are just off. That's where the term you can cut the tension with a knife because when I tell you, it's not because we're partly because we are empaths, but when I tell you I can pick up on the vibes, I can pick up on them vibes. And you're like, "Mm, is everybody okay? Yeah. You know, like, like, what happened here? What what just happened right now? Because some. What did I just walk into? Because you know how people are like, I match their energy, right? Yeah, that's hee hee ha ha cool or whatever, but like, I don't feel like that's what we should be striving to do, like matching the energy of someone who like really fucked us over. We should be trying to transmute that. I don't know. Try to be the bigger person. Come from a place of love. When they go low, we, we go, go high. high. Okay, Michelle Obama. And that's it. She be saying Let's- some stuff. Hmm? She be saying some stuff. Listen, the Obamas are a talk for another day, but we're going to get some people's panties in a knot. say we can't have anything, folks. That's we can't have anything nice. We They're all involved, never. and it goes all the way to the top. If you know, you know, and we'll get into that another day. But I didn't know. Hmm. Now you know. I even said, wait a second. I know. I was sad about that one. I was like, wait, we can't even have Obama? No, we can't have Obama. Wait, we can't have nothing. We can't have anything. This is why we can't have anything nice. I'm going to just say it. Anybody who's a president, they know some shit. They know some stuff. They've seen some stuff, and they signed off on a bunch of stuff. And our government likes to keep us sick and stupid. And there's a reason for that. So do with that what you will. We will <laughs> dive into that another day. For you. Yeah. He has on Greta Lepage. Playing a little seat. <laughs> So basically, higher energies or higher frequencies transmute lower ones when applied with intention. So if we are actively trying to shift the vibration, like you can walk into a room and the energy is like off, but you're just like, I'm good. I'm good. I don't know what they're going on, but I know I'm good. And therefore, like I just send love out and I am love and only love comes back to me. I swear the energy shifts in the room. People of higher vibrations, like people are just like, gravitationally like drawn to you like people who feel like sunshine when you know you know and those are the type of people that I want to be surrounded by and I think this kind of goes back to the term I was talking about earlier like an energy vampire right like people are drawn to higher vibes so we need to be very mindful about I don't know protecting our energy and the people we allow into our space because when you are surrounded by negative influences, then you may see more like negative outlook on life or bad things just may consistently happen to you and you're wondering why. Well, maybe the people you surround yourself with, right? If that's your overall energy, then that's what it's going to reflect back to you on a physical level, you know? Back to the quote that we were talking about, about how energy cannot be created or destroyed. I think this is fun to talk about in the sense of like the afterlife. Like, where do you go when your soul leaves your physical body? Because energy cannot be destroyed, right? So it's going somewhere. I think there's an afterlife. Well, you know for a fact that that is something that I really struggle with. Not necessarily – I mean, I want to have hope, obviously. It's just – it's a scary topic. We don't know what's on the other side. We don't know what we're – 
going to be experiencing when that time comes. But I do have to resonate with the fact that if we have any questions, that's the only time we'll probably ever get answers. And I was talking to you about it one day and you really helped ground me, ground me in the moment and kind of like bring me back down. Like you're not going to, I'm going to bring you back down. You're not getting tickets to that show, but love you for thinking that. But you told me that like Ronnie, by like default, if it's so beautiful here, then it has to be so beautiful there. And I was like, damn, my little Pisces self really loved hearing that because I was like, damn, that's right. That's true. That makes sense. Well, if you look at it from the point of view of – because I'm really interested in researching about people who have had near-death experiences and they all talk about something so similar that like how are they all lying? Because none of these people really know each other. So like if they're all forming the same opinion that something is happening on the other side, then I just feel – and they all talk about how beautiful it is. Think about the most beautiful things that you've ever experienced on earth and think of that like magnified by a million like we can't even comprehend the things that are truly going on like in the other planes and dimensions and so also i feel like i just know that something else is out there because i mean think of all the signs that i get from like my ancestors that have passed on like my grandpa and everybody who shows up like clearly something's in the works they're on the other side and they're trying to contact me it's very validating to know that there's something out there will we ever truly know no probably not until you pass away but I know that's there's something out there. And even the most famous scientist said, I mean, energy cannot be destroyed, only transmuted or alchemized. So, like, where is it going? Right. It's going somewhere. And I just have to believe that that place is beautiful. If you could see one person that passed, who would it be for you? One, only, only one. Like, okay, is this talking about, like, like, if, like go, if you could have – You go into the gates and you see that one person that you've been longing to see. For your entire waking life on earth. Who would it be? I feel like if this is one of those questions. Like who would you have dinner with past or present? Like people who have died. Like no, I know. I mean, I feel like I should say a family, men- a family member. But honestly, I just want to say Nikola Tesla. That man knew some shit. And he was very smart. And I feel like a bunch of his work was stolen by like government officials, especially after he died. And he came up with the concept of like, free energy or at least he have you heard of his 369 theory i have Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about that i don't really know much about it i saw like one little video two videos here there and it was basically just him solving the universe with the frequency of i don't know something having to do with 369 can't really remember it but well it's the the spiral which looks like a nine is found within everything within creation it's like the perfect little situation and yet i mean i'm not a math girly so if someone could enlighten me a little bit better on that that would be great but i know that like people use the 369 method in order to manifest writing things down like three times and then six times and then nine times and then like saying them out loud and things like that so it helps bring that manifestation to you a little bit quicker I actually have never heard of the whole manifestation thing. It was just simply talking about the way the universe is created and the way, um, I guess, how it makes the world spin. I don't really know. But it was pretty cool to watch it because I am a math girly. I love math. (laughs) My brain just doesn't compute math. It just won't. Again, the yin and the yang. He knew some things, and I feel like society would be much more progressed at this point in time. 
or more civilized in the sense that like we wouldn't be fighting over energy because he came up with the whole like free energy. I keep saying came up with it. He didn't because this stuff already existed way back in the day. We simply just lost that knowledge over the years and he kind of he reminded us. Yeah. And I feel like he was really spiritually inclined as well. So I that's who I would want to speak to. Who would you want to speak to? <laughs> My grandmother. Gringany. I was eight whenever she passed, and I would hope that she would be open to all this spiritual woo-woo stuff. She was a very godly woman, so she only listened to gospel music and this and that. So when I tell you she was the kindest person I've ever met in my life, that was probably – she was such a beautiful person. But if I could walk through the gates and just see her and give her a hug, that would be great. I was a baby. We'll all be reunited at some point. You'll see him again. All right, and that about wraps up the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Everything's always fluctuating, changing, going from one thing to another, but it's never destroyed. So yeah, on to the next law, which is the third law that we are going to dive into today called the law of cause and effect. So what goes around comes around. This is saying that there's a direct relation between actions and events. So every action has a reaction, right? The energy that you put out into the world has a ripple effect. And we can see this in terms of karma. I'm in Capricorn Stellium. So those who don't know, I'm very much influenced by the planet Saturn, which is heavy on the karma. So I cannot just be out here treating people the way they treat me, even if it's not kind, because I will get my, what is it? Corruptance? Canuppance? None of the above comeuppance yeah and also there's this thing called the rule of three it kind of stems from wiccans or even buddhist teachings which is everything that you put out into the world it's going to come back threefolds so if you do good you can expect good to come back to you but also if you do bad (laughs) well then like i mean you reap what you sow you know what i mean so Due to this, we probably shouldn't be complaining, criticizing, or condemning others as best as we possibly can. I mean, I know we're human and we mess up and no one's perfect. But just being mindful of that this rule or law exists can really help. Yeah, that's something I need to work on. I think we all could work on it, to be honest. I definitely have come a really long way. I think, honestly, just in the almost two years that I've known you, because you really opened me up to all of this kind of spiritual stuff but um i am an aries so me being a fire sign my fiery headed ass sometimes i will just snap and then i'm like instant regret you know it's like damn you can't take those words back but i've really worked hard on kind of stepping back and taking a breath do i do it all the time no should i be working a little bit harder probably so i did tell her we talked about last time journaling was hard for me listen y'all gonna be proud i wrote four pages front and back today okay girlie was feeling some feelings with these new full moon and i really i'm trying so that's all you gotta do is just try your hardest be aware of it ask for forgiveness ask the ether ask the spirit i'm sorry please clear the route of the past i'm moving forward from this moment forward exactly when things happen in your life You have two choices. You can respond or you can react. So think about it in terms of when your doctor gives you medicine, your body's either reacting to it, so it's a negative 
reaction, right? Or it's responding to the medicine, meaning it's like assimilating, it's doing what it needs to do, it's working for you, right? So if you react based off of your emotions, your initial emotions, then you'll most likely regret what you did, right? It's really good to take a step back, pause, take a little breather, let those feelings pass because your feelings aren't wrong, but we shouldn't be acting based off of the emotions. We need to process them and then respond after we've done like thought it out. You know what I mean? Which I get that's easier said than done, but that's something we should strive for. At this point in time, I do feel like I respect Respect. I do respect. I do respond and I do react. So I'd be respecting sometimes. Um, we're aware. I never knew what that was or what that meant until, and I say that all the time. I never knew. I never knew. I knew. I swear though, like when you're raised a certain way or you have people in your life telling you certain things where they don't even really know what's going on, you know, and like they're trying their best. I get that. But I never knew. I always thought just say your piece, say what you feel, say, say it, do it, get it out. I've gotten a lot better of just like, hey, it's okay. We don't, okay. we don't, we don't need to react right now. I'm really, um, Taylor is my, she is, um, she's my person. So when I'm feeling feelings, I'm like, mm, can you believe what they said to me? And you're like, Ronnie, that's totally valid. But like, give yourself like an hour, calm down, and then talk. And I was like, text back an hour later, hey. Um, so, um, you were right. I'm fine now. I'm done being dramatic, but I was feeling it in that moment. You're like, yeah, I know you feel things really deeply. So you got to chill. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. It's your Pisces. Like you have, you feel so many feelings. don't understand. It's truly wild for me to, um, conceptualize. I love that for you. We love feelings. I just, I just feel them in a totally different way. I tell you that shit's for the birds. It's for the birds. Cause no no one thinks the way I think it's hard out here sometimes. I I believe it. Cause I can only imagine, but then you have your Aries sun and you're impulsive as heck. So like, (laughs) 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 like when you get heated, like You'll you'll write a whole like Harry Potter novel to this person and then just like want to send I, it. No, I don't send it though. You I don't stare. anymore. I keep it in the text mm-hmm. and then I stare and then the time and I just leave it. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't even need to say anything. It's more impactful to not say anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that's really good that okay, so you're pausing. And I really like to do that too. Like if you're really heated in a moment, type, type it, it all yeah, out. I do. Journal I it. Send it. Right. So you're getting it out of your body, out of your head, which is really good. You're getting it either onto paper or like into your notes app. Um, It's hard out here. But you're not acting on those emotions and you're giving yourself time to process. And then you're coming from a more logical and stable place afterwards. I feel like your strengths are my weaknesses and vice versa. So like we really compliment her. Compliment each other. I seriously think we're like the yin and the yang. And when we went off on our tangent, but that's all cause and effect. Okay. So back to. Circling back to what we were really (laughs) talking about. The law of cause and effect. Yeah. I think this world would be so much better of a place if everyone tried to be the person that they needed. Right. Show up as the person that your most wounded version of yourself needed in that moment and extend that hand out to others who may need it, especially people who are being mean to you and things like that. Those are the people that need it the most. Just extend love because hurt people hurt people and they're only projecting things onto you 
and them being mean to you says nothing about you and it says everything about themselves. Because like we said in the past, everybody is a mirror to your inner self. So what they're going through, they're just projecting onto you. And when you think about like the golden rule that like we're taught, or at least I was taught in um, Catholicism, it's just treating people as you would want to be treated. I think the world would just be a much better place. And yeah, so on to the next law. Moving right into the law of compensation. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you for that. You're welcome for stating you. Snaps. Okay, so I think the last law that we're going to talk about today, and we are going to save the rest for a part three, is the law of compensation. So the last law that we talked about was the law of cause effect. You can think of that as like more of the quality of things, whereas the law of compensation is more of the quantity of things. Quantity. So basically, you reap what you sow. Whatever you are seeking is also seeking you. It kind of goes with the like that. The one action is that the one that was we were talking about the law of detachment. Mm, that was attraction. <laughs> detachment attraction. We were talking about detachment, though, correct? Was that in the that law? Yeah. When you, you detach, detach from it, that was law of attraction? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All okay. of them, like, are one and the same. Yeah, I know. See, again, so, like, the girlies, I get it. Because I'm still with you. I'm learning, too. But they're all together. So, with this one, your efforts will always come back to you. And you're going to be rewarded. And you're like, well, the universe rewards the right action taken. And normally the right action is the harder one. So you having enough, what's the word? Willpower and just making the conscious effort to do the right thing. You are going to be rewarded for that. So think of it in the terms of like paying it forward. If you pay for the person behind you at your Starbucks, I'm not saying it'll happen that day, next day. It may be in a few weeks, but you can expect that good action to be reciprocated back to you, repaid. Yeah, thank you. That is and kind of goes hand in hand with the last one cause effect what you put out in the world it's going to come back to you so just making a conscious effort to do the right thing you'll the universe rewards that even if it's the harder thing to do in the moment I mean this and the law of inspired action kind of are very similar but basically think of your highest self you and your dream life right? What is that person doing? Do they wake up early? Do they journal? Do they meditate? Do they go on walks? What are they doing? You need to start doing those things on a day-to-day basis because then you just become that person. Act Like routines create new habits. Obviously, repetition is key. So if you wake up and you start doing all these things, then you will simply just transform into that person and like your dream self will come to you. I don't really know if this is like correlating back to the law, but I did want to talk just about this, just like showing up as the highest version of yourself. And not only the highest version of yourself, but um, your authentic self, exactly. your authentic self, mm-hmm. thousand percent. And I never heard the term authentic self until I met you and Elise, my girl, shout out. She's a does Reiki sessions, hit her up. But she is the most beautiful person. We love her. We love her. And 
I remember she was working with me at the plate nursery and I was just having a day and you know how we overshare sometimes and I was just exploding and I was oversharing and then it took me like an hour and I was like, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm really sorry about oversharing with you and she looked at me and she was like offended and she was like, if you can't be your authentic self with me, then we're not. And like, that's like, that's what you, you're meant to be your authentic self with people and you never apologize for who you are. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Sorry. Love you. Gotta be our authentic selves. I mean, you're going to get what you want out of life, no matter how little that is or how much that is. So I swear I'm not asking for much. I swear I'm not. But expect the most always. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about money. I don't care about looks. I don't care about any of those things. I just want you to be, like, a good person and show up for me and be gentle and kind. We love that. Yeah, so that's basically the law of compensation. You reap what you sow. So make sure you're sowing good, bountiful seeds. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. You finished Where's we're, um, we're the yin and the yang. That's going to be our first tattoo. We already talked about that. I'll get it on the left ass cheek. You get it on the right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that on that. It's the swivel for me. It's the sharing the two mics and us cutting in and out for me. One mic. And then we were so excited that we got another mic and the bitch don't even fit. No. We just trying our best, okay? We're trying our best. We're figuring it out as we go, and we appreciate everybody who's staying or engaged and like with us through like the ups and downs of this because we're obviously not perfect at this, but um, we're trying. We're showing up that's as it. our authentic selves. Hey. So uh, that's that. That's all we can do, and we're only gonna get better as time goes. And I wholeheartedly believe that. Well, I think that's gonna be it for today's episode. We'll save the last four principles for next week. I know I said we were going to do two parts last week, but we're just kind of going with whatever feels right. And this feels right in this moment. So we're going to go with that. Thank you guys for tuning in for another week of the Taboo Tango. We appreciate all of you for being here. So all of my mystical beings out there, if you loved listening to us this week, please be sure to review, write us a comment and rate us. And can they not comment? Is this not Facebook? Um, you will be able to one day whenever we get oh, a YouTube okay. and we get that video out there. Oh, see, that's how I'm not I'm not with the times these days anymore. I thought you could comment on everything. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. So please review comment. us. Yeah. So please review us, rate us. And remember, if you want to email us at welcome at the We would love to hear what you all have to say, um, whether it's good or bad. We welcome it all. Thanks for tuning in. And always remember, stay Stay weird. weird. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.